Good evening, all. Uh, here, this, this is Tim Dunn behind me, carrying some uh, video equipment around. We're inside the hoarding, inside the Wonder Lab area. I've got a sneak preview to show you. It's the Wonder Lab at the National Railway Museum in New York before it's open to the public. It's my favourite time of the day, this. The sun's coming in, the, the uh, skylights, the engine's looking their best. Focus, come on, Doug. Oh, look! <laughs> um, there's Tim telling a man that he has fantastic trousers, which I think is quite reasonable because they're very good trousers. Um, we're in the, uh, this is the Great Hall, this is the other side of the hoarding where all the noise has been happening. And finally, we have had a chance to have a little, it's been a press morning, we've had a chance to come in. This, this gentleman here, my very dear friend, Hello. Tim Dunn, is here. Uh, you've all been asking for him, and he's back. Uh, and the two of us are in person rather than over uh, Teams or Skype well, or whatever it is we I, use these I, days. I just sort of live in this building uh, yes. of my life. Uh, so <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm often quite here uh, doing one thing <coughs> or another. Um, yes, various shenanigans and uh, plotting and scheming. Uh, we're going to keep this uh, short. My cold opens are always too long, always short and sweet. And we're going to make our way into the... Behind us, because it says Wonder Lab behind us. It's the back of Tim's head. Yeah. Oh, look, we're both here. We're both here. here. How's this going to come out in the edit? Who knows? To Wonder Lab Brammel Gallery. Now, just you know, um, it's very important to note this actually. The Brammels, who uh, yes. uh, actually funded this very generously in the entire gallery. And I just can I give you some background to this whole thing? Please do, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, I'm, well, I, I'm, you're an informed guest on here. You have, you have, there's a reason you're in here, because you do know much of the context of why this is all happening. Well, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on the advisory board for uh, the NRM, so therefore I'm, I'm involved in these things. So um, this whole Wonder Lab is, is kind of an idea in the Science Museum in London. It's to inspire young engineers. As you probably well know, this is the old workshop area where we used to repair some locomotives on a long haul basis occasionally here and there, not necessarily the best use of space, not very constrained space, uh, when you've got a very small space like NRM, and you've got to... And you're, every you're, metre squared is incredibly yeah. valuable, and, and, and everything that you sacrifice, you're losing now on other objects that you could well, be displaying. The, the remit of the NRM is not to repair locomotives, their remit is to interpret and keep our stuff uh, for the next generation. To tell the story of the railways for the next generation, yeah. And I should know, this off by heart, it's just it's my contract. Um, but, <laughs> but um, so this has been rebuilt and reinterpreted, and I can tell you now, it might not appear obvious at first, but the railway runs through this, literally and figuratively, and it's just, honestly, I think it's beautiful. Oh, it's well, it's we've so just spent all morning in here, just being uh, very excited and very happy, and we're going to tell you all about it, but first, I second have to, camera. Second camera. Uh, this is very exciting. This is. Don't know how this is going to come out in the edit, but we're going to do it anyway. And um, we're going to walk. Let's walk in here, and we're going to start the episode inside the inside the, the boiler of a locomotive. Because we're we're, we're walking behind. You can't see it behind the Wonder Lab. We're walking in. We're walking in. Tim and I are coming through. They're, they're moving the shop, so the shop here is under construction. It looks really nice, by the way. It's really good. And um, we're coming in. We're going to both go in this door, and then we're going to go out either door, either side. But we're going to start. The episode in here, in this little space here, because look, it's a boiler, it's a steam boiler. Look, look, that's what this is. Look at this. Isn't it brilliant? Well, he crackles on about boiler tubes. I want to show you what exists. Of course, this was the old, uh, one part of the old depot. And of course, you can still see the maintenance bits. They have always things. This is obviously important to keep the stuff because it's a sustainable uh, project. So it's all sort of low impact materials. And it's, it's not an entrance to exhibition. But I mean, this whole thing is really, this is the entrance gallery, isn't it? Yep. But this whole space is being used really for young children to learn about engineering, but also very cleverly and cunningly is being used to generate revenue because it's a great place to put corporate events in as well. Yes, very the useful. That's so right, Tim, before we run off, Tim, come here. We have to start the bloody show. We haven't started the bloody show yet. That's I the cold open, everyone. That's the cold open. You've got some teases about what we're going to talk about. But first, we're going to together. Uh, uh, rail Natter. Welcome. welcome. Rail You've already natter. seen that. Oh, not, not rail Natter. It's <laughs> about trains. We're going to say, we're going to say, we're going to welcome. Is this, this week, I'm Gareth Dennis. Everyone, welcome to tonight's Rail Natter. You have to say the thing with, with the thing. Oh, the 225. Oh, we're going to say, no, that's after. We're oh, going to say that after. Welcome to tonight's Rail Natter. That's what we're going to say. I'm Tim Dunn. <laughs> And this is the secrets of the... No, that's Hang on. that's different. That's another Just one. That's a different museum. That's a different, that's a different museum. Yes, don't get those confused. Um, everyone, welcome 
To rail matter. To rail matter. Well, that's not rail matter. There we go. As the Interstate 225 fades away, Tim and I are going to run apart <laughs> and look at things. Which way? Yeah, you go that. You go. You go that way. I'll go this way. Okay. Let's do it. Right, we're doing it. Tim's Tim's over there doing some shenanigans. This, this is so. The, I want to just give you a feeling for. So you come in and there's this grand space. So that rotunda there, which is you know allows you some corporate event stuff, and you've got to think about this stuff because the reality is, you know, as DCMS cuts funding more and more. Okay, they have put some money into this, and anyone who's watching this is official. Thank you, DCMS. Wonderful. But governments have been cutting culture funding for quite a while now. Um, Culture is what everything is about. Stop cutting the funding of culture. That's what the whole, that's why I do everything I do is so that people can enjoy culture and think about, have a time to just enjoy, think about history. Anyway, I digress. We'll talk about engineering. So, what's going on? You come into this one, and what's the first thing you see? You see this incredible orange monster welcoming you in frenetic energy, pointing in all directions. Tim's just going, what is over there? Look, look it's Tim. He's going, what's going on? <laughs> He's, he's you come in and it's pointing in all directions, pointing out, as some of the explainers do, which is really nice, pointing you, going, go that way and look at that thing, and that's why this bit of, of, of exhibit is... What's in here, though? What? There are lots of little... Well, they're not that little. They're quite large. Interactives, as they're called. They're interactives. What we're going to do is... So here's, here's, here's a, a box of, of, of cones. Now, I wonder what this display explains, and it's the first one we arrive in, and it's the fundamentals of, of conicity. So I'm going to get down here. Bye. Start this thing going. Oh. oh, there's some hunting. Oh my goodness, that's. But it is going. There we go. It's, it's making it. The little set of wheels that could. And so there we go. We have an immediately, for anyone who's going, oh, it's just a play area for children. No, this was just a science exhibit about conicity, and it's just, I've just shown conicity. And what the kids can do is they can play, they can use cylinders, they can put the cones the other way, they can put the inverted cones, so you have like a little hook and show why that doesn't work. You can explain the fun, this is for the fun, the wheel rail interface right here. The fundamental reason that any of this works is right here. And it's the first thing you come across. Um, actually, the first thing you come across if you go through that door is a set of S&C, uh, kind of nicely grand flat, so you can enjoy that. So I'm all, I was already won over. In fact, Judith, Judith McNichol, the director of the museum, walked in and, and was pointing that out to me because she, she knows exactly how to make me like a space, which is to look at all the track stuff in it. So, uh, shout out to the Brammels, the Liz and Terry Brammel Foundation for, for being major funders of this. Um, and all, all the other funders, you know, these are the people who have made this happen, you have supported this to actually happen. Um, this is a fantastic open wide space. What's fun as part of this press event is that we came in and, and kids just roared through, <laughs> part way through the press event. Several school uh, classes came through and just flooded through and started playing with stuff, it's brilliant. And so for each each of the interactives you come, so for example, we'll start with wheels and track. This one here, you've got a nice little explanation of what's going on, nice, really lovely kind of bit of illustration, just sort of explaining how to, you know, instructive place so that people aren't lost, so kids can get an idea of what they need to do. Some kids will just run to it, but the good thing about modern museum design, and this is leading the way in terms of lots of other types of interpretation and education, is understanding um, how to deal with different types of, of, of the different ways people learn, you know, different, you know, the, the dealing with neurodiversity at large. And so having a picture showing what people do is a really nice way to make sure that, pe that people who are perhaps intimidated by a complicated looking thing uh, can come and play with it. Uh, but then underneath, you get this nice, uh, this nice bit of interpretation that goes, um, you know, this, this, is, this, is, this is clever engineering, these cleverly engineered wheels keep train rides smooth and safe, uh, and some other stuff. And so all of them have this really nice interpretation. As Tim was saying, and might well still be saying, this is, you know, these, the, the railway is absolutely through, like absolutely runs through everything in here. All of this is about engineering. And, and you know what's fantastic? I, I think this is the best engineering interpretation space in the UK right now. Absolutely the best engineering interpretation space right the way across the UK because all of this is about engineering. It's about railways, but it's about engineering. For example, this, this brilliant marble run 
is an exhibition about, it's, a, it's an interactive about systems engineering. Tim is here. Tim, hello. I've got an exciting update. Oh, what is your exciting update? I didn't press play, uh, record at the start of it. Ah, well, have you just, as you've just seen, uh, I didn't press record at the start of this because I'm an idiot. I thought, if it's on my screen, it's recording. It wasn't recording. So it was, as Gareth has pointed out, look at this. We've got this, this uh, anti-room anti built out of, looks like a boiler tubes. Right, as we come in here, you can see that all of these exhibit interactives. I mean, Gareth can talk about this in the other thing, but nice video. But as you can see, all these exhibits are all arranged along the route of the old tracks. And that is because each of these interactives really is considered kind of like a bit of railway engineering or a small concept broken down that kids of any age can get involved in. They can't get hold of a locomotive, they couldn't get into the old workshop, but this breaks down bits of railway operation and Gareth's now chasing it. What's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. I've got no idea what he's doing. Right, this is the route finder. So the route finder behind me, I don't want to get the staff in too much, but the, the route finder, as you can see, is all about how you can flick points and levers, being a signal, signaler, whatever it is, and change the routes and directions of trains. Now, modern trains are quite complex and difficult to maintain. So this actually uses vacuum tubes with little, little bits of, uh, well, they're clever little bits of fabric that whiz around. And actually, it's far more fun than the train set uh, at great speed. So, down here, here we go. Again, talking about how things interact and how things work as a system. And now it is a system. Look at this. This is one of the big walls, the uh, engineering reimagined, so you can touch things. Railways a system, it's a process. People come together to make it work. It's all about explaining to kids that as a system, different parts of a network or systems, whether on rails or not, and some of this is on rails, link back to working together. That if one thing has an action that then knocks something else. But this was my favourite bit. This is my favourite one. I'll go flip this one round. So, systems engineering, what were we on about? Oh yeah, Tim was um, causing chaos. <laughs> Tim was causing chaos in here. So you, you get these lovely interpretation, these, these, these panels here, these interpretation boards that, again, this one, can you control the movements of the marble, talking about gravity and, and you know, and, and so, but this, you know, it's dealing with the, you know, build, test, adapt. It's about engineering, it's about, but also what's good is, come in here, and there's a description of system engi systems engineering, we have a systems engineering lesson, off the second, best second thing in here. Brilliant. Tracks, as you can see, from the old workshops of here. It's important to remember that this is about concepts. It's not about the actual physical objects as part of the museum. It's about inspiring people with concepts about rail. The first thing you see when walking here is my noted railway enthusiast and artist, Steve Messam. Boom! This rather extraordinary piece of art. Now, you might wonder what this is all about. In his own words, this is it. As I said, it isn't an object gallery, so it isn't for historic stuff, but there is one historic object. It's this. It is an old table from Great Western Swindon work, used as the explainer table for all those incredible demonstrations of things and demonstrations of pyrotechnics and stuff and dynamic things and displays. They're going to happen here all day, every day. It's going to be brilliant. Honestly, this is a new way of looking at museums. Uh, this is a way of inspiring kids about railways, engineering, and the future. It's a different way. You might not know it, but it's a new way of doing it, and it's a great way of doing it. 
and I run over here. So Tim's Tim's diving around over there. I'm running over here to go underneath. Actually, first thing I'm going to do is it's just so so we're going to run underneath. This is a line that I love, which is why I love this sculpture, which I'm stood on, Steve Messer's sculpture. This line here, uh, the interpretation is brilliant here, by the way. We can find engineering in the most unexpected places. Look again at the world around you and see if you notice the sometimes hidden engineering that makes things work. Well, we're, <laughs> I'm inside Steve's, you know, look, I'm inside the giant orange monster, which points in all directions. This thing is, it, 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 without this, the room would be lower. It would not quite feel like the space is filled. This helps fill the space. Gives a bit of energy and a bit of excitement um, and, and engagement, and it's also just it's just a fun, exciting, cool object. Also, as Tim I think was pointing out, the pit track. So all the pits have been retained. So the tracks are retained. The heritage of this, oh, building heritage. So the heritage has been retained of this, of this, uh, 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 you know, the, the engineering heritage. This, the, the Steve Messam sculpture sits on the on the kind of the crane road. You know, the bridge is, is down there. There's a lot of machinery down here. There's a lot of snagging work going on. So there's a lot of builders and, and technicians going around kind of uh, updating, you know, fiddling with things to get them fettled and, and, and perfect. Um, there's a lot of machinery that's going to still be retained. So the crane is still here. The crane, I can see the crane. Steve's object, Steve's sculpture, the big orange monster, uh, self-supported by being filled with air. It, in, in a way, you know, it enhances the built heritage of this space more arguably than the workshop before because it encourages any anyone kids adults to look up into the space and see the size of it to see the size of this what is actually the, the oldest part of the one of the oldest parts of the whole museum campus actually um i'm purposefully ignoring the enormous machine behind me this huge machine because um i'm going to continue with, there's a very important meeting going on with the architects and in fact there's basically everyone who created this all the architects and and one of the associate curators and others are all behind next to one of the interactives, which is the, the air interactive, where you can play with aerodynamics and, and create flying things. And, and actually, I'm gonna really sneak my eye in. So the, uh, yeah, it's about building, prototyping, testing. Again, you know, all these concepts that are really fundamental and exciting. Here you can see, so this thing, this, no, I'm not gonna show you this yet. I'm not gonna show you that. I'm gonna go around the outside first, and then Tim and I will reconvene in the, in the machine. <laughs> So, with Gareth gone, pressing buttons and doing stuff, that meant I go and corner this bloke. He looks quite nervous. It was Jose Estefez de Matos. He is one of the partners of the design firm that designed Wonderlab in coordination with the NRM team. We, de Matos Ryan, uh, have been architects, exhibition designers and lead consultants on the delivery of the uh, gallery environment. Uh, and that's everything from uh, considering uh, within the original railway workshop and taking a very sustainable approach to architecture um, these days. This uh, workshop had uh, grown-up engineers working uh, on railway vehicles, restoring them, maintaining them. Uh, this uh, workshop, um, an engineering, I suppose engineering playground workshop now, uh, maintains that approach where we think of the exhibits as having uh, rolled in on, on the various tracks uh, and they're sitting and lined up on the pits. And whereas now there is an exhibit, uh, so for instance, great, um, the great machine, great machine. The great machine here, which has the scale and volume of a loco, occupies the space that a loco used to whereas in the past you had engineers, now you've got future engineers interacting collectively and individually um, on that as an exhibit, and likewise with the others. So the idea that these, um, these exhibits are, have taken over and have the character uh, of railway uh, fragments that future generations will be working with is, is key to the ethos of the gallery. Uh, how does one develop an experience? The intention is that each exhibit deliver specific learning, a, a specific learning outcome in terms of a specific engineering principle. Um, that can be interpreted at, at many levels, depending on a, the age of the, the uh, user, um, uh, down to the parent uh, or, the, or the adult, because it, it should be and is, or should be, as exciting for the 7 to 14-year-olds um, or, or the 21-year-olds, um, you know, <laughs> that shouldn't, that shouldn't, that shouldn't stop. Uh, I, I love the sample. It's, it's, it's so tactile. It's so it is. It is, and it appears very simple, but actually underlying it, there are so many aspects to do with how topography affects engineering, how engineering solutions overcome topography, um, how railways 
uh, you know, can only go at certain inclines, move beyond that and you need to move into a tunnel uh, or have a bridge and how you so easily can change the topography to affect that is really exciting. I've done some B-roll of this and I in fact got some... It's me. Me over here and Tim might come and we'll, both of us will be in here and we can see how warm we look on a, on a screen but this is it's about friction so again this is is this an entire exhibit about the permanent way maybe uh, but you can wood table in fact let's get the let's get the rubber rubber one and this I rub I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And there's a hot bit on the table. There's a hot bit where I was rubbing the table, see? There we are. Um, what's also fun is uh, if I do this. Oh, it takes a bit of effort. There we go. It's quite a big flywheel. As you can see, there's no friction. I then do this. I've applied the brake, I've made the wheel hot, and oh, you can see the circle where the wheel is hot, and, and you can see my warm head, it's me and I'm warm, the phone's very warm as well, anyway. Tim is over on the other side, oh he's at the sand, I'm going, I'm running over, Tim, Tim I'm coming to you. I'm running over to Tim because Tim is Tim is creating Tim what I've broken it. Oh you broke it. I think you've you've created a tunnel and a what's fun is that the cars stop if they can't get through, which I quite like. This is a sand pit with a projected world upon it. Oh the acoustics quite fun here. And look, Tim is creating a You well, seem to bury the train. Well yeah, so okay, so, so I've known about this for about two years and I've not been allowed to talk about this two years. <laughs> Because, um, so after two years, I want to show you, I don't have to break it. Actually, you haven't broken it. Look, 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 look. Oh, that's because all the sand is over on the hill. There you go. Right. I fixed it. There. I fixed it. Well, look, it's like a verdant meadow. It's quite difficult to explain what's going on here. Basically, you have a sand pit, and the sa there's a, a thing above that detects the height of the sand and therefore creates elevations and creates terrain. So it procedurally generates the, the terrain and the tracks. Oh, there's a buff stop. Rate my buffers. Um, there you go. And you can create the full, so, so look, I've created a nice flat meadow here and the railway, the railway runs uninterrupted. Make a bridge. It's brilliant. The seasons change. I now have a hand covered in sand and I'm trying to film with a hand hand in sand. Right. You've got four minutes to go. Right, so there's a problem here. Let's run. I'm going this way. Tim and I are gonna reconvene at the big machine. You get to do this you get to do the aerodynamics. So it's been two years this I've known about this for. It's so clever. It's an interactive model railway in a sand pit. Look at this, right? So it's projected from up there onto here and look level crossing great all this seems really obvious right it seems really obvious trains whizzing around but then there's a train it stopped you see because there's a flood so you need to build it up so there's no flood right now I can go Here comes another one right sound. If I put a big mountain in the way, a tunnel appears. And that's just brilliant. It's no lie to say I have watched the <clears throat> very top of network rail. <laughs> Get excited about this. Wouldn't it be nice if every station in the country had one of these? Just an idea. 
for kids to play out. Look at this, wonderful. So hang on, look, look, hang on. So trains are stopped. Okay. Who needs a train set when you've got this? It's in friction. Tim has done some footage of this wonderful thing here. Which is, I run, there's a valley through which you can build structures using these blocks here, these cheese looking blocks. Uh, you can use these to uh, create bridges. And again, these lovely totems that span, that explain what, explain what you're doing. Actually, there's a lovely view of the whole gallery here behind us. Get an idea of the scale and the chaos. This machine here, the big machine is well, let's just say when the, the kids came through and they were playing on it, they absolutely loved it. There's also this, this big demonstration space here. Uh, you've got the big tellies that kind of with, with cameras focused in, you know, there's above cameras showing things. Uh, so for example, if I, uh, if I do, you can see here the camera, I can, I can see there's the demonstration piece there. So it, you know, I can move it around. That was me moving my hands there. Look, it's my, my hands that, oh, there it is. And the demonstration table happens to be an enormous metal workbench from the GWR's Swindon Works. It's from 1878. And I had a chat with Judith, if I get down here. I had a chat with Judith. This is, she made to me, this is, she, she strongly insisted that this is in here. Um, she has built a fantastic team to create this and, and, and it really reassures me about Vision 2025, it really does. It's like, if this is what it's gonna be like, then, then it's good. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a vindication of the work that's been put in and, 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 and a lot of the mud that's been slung around, I think, is, is misplaced because this space is fantastic. GWR works, Swindon Workbench, Judith admitted is, I'm going to be kind to her and say it's one of her favourite objects, but she adores this object. And I have to say, I fully understand why, because look at this thing. Every six, if I come down here and you look, look at all these scratches and dents. Every single scratch and dent, every single one of these little marks is the develop is some element, some piece of a locomotive since 1878. How long has this workbench been in use? You know, how many years was it in use? Potentially it was in use for like 50, 60 years. Having stuff hammered on it, bashed on it, machined on it, and then going into steam locomotives on the GWR. Just just a really, you know, and potentially into the diesel era. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know the heritage of this object. I'd love to know exactly what its legacy is, but this thing is very cool. The fact that it's right, it just frames the whole, as so many objects, it's just perfectly placed. It just absolutely frames the object of this, this heritage object, but actually quite a contemporary looking object as well. Like people, lots of people didn't notice that it was actually an old piece. Here to demonstrate on, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Now this is cool. Look, it's a wind tunnel tester thing. Right, hang on, that's Mallard, hang on, right. Flying Scotsman, try Flying Scotsman. Is that gonna work? And that's, uh, look at that. Can you see that? You really can't see it in this light. But it shows very graphically exactly how it works. Right, but the really cool bit, the really cool bit, right, is when you could then, you want to change it, let's go to say, uh, Fine Scotsman. I love this bit. Look, oh my, hang on. Da, 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 there goes Ballard, and here comes Fine Scotsman. Or thereabouts. And then we get to watch how the smoke. Go on. Go on, smoke, go on. Lovely. And you can see how rubbish the streamlining was. And what's so lovely about this, of course, is that these models are based on ones actually in the collection we've got in the Science Museum group. Some, some things about angles. So there's the 
there's the hockey table here with which talks about angles and it allows us then to talk about we use mass every day it's a, it's a mass thing so how do you get mass in and get kids interested in mass well you get them to play uh, air hockey three-way air hockey is how you do that I'm going to take a brief moment while Tim is look, Tim is filming the, the the brilliant aerodynamics streamlining aerodynamic machine. It's so good. It's Tim. It's look how happy he is. It's so good. <laughs> so um, this space is through and through about railways, about engineering, but there's a lot of really abstract, fun stuff. This is not. It's not oversimplified. I think that's a really key thing. That sometimes you can imagine that a, a gallery like this, a, 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 an area like this, a, a, a wonder lab, could oversimplify things. Could be, you know, could you know, it's a bit like well, it's all very oversimplified. That's the sound of them doing snagging works around us. Uh, there are builders all around. Um, no, it's not oversimplified. The interpretation can be, you know, so the young kid, you know, whether it's me bringing the little one in and, 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 her, and her just going, oh. or whether it is, um, you know, toddlers running around and just enjoying the space, or whether it's, this, this is, it's designed for seven to 14 year olds. So if you've got a seven year old, they're going to just kind of run up to the thing immediately and play with it. How does the air if feel you've got when you make a, a different shape? If you have a um, 14 year old, they're going to be reading the interpretation. They're going to be understanding the interpretation. They're going to be, um, Sorry, I'm just walking up here to tactically appear while Tim uh, aerates himself. Okay, so I'm now in a wind tunnel. You could say uh, it's it's the museum's biggest fan. It's one of the railway fans, that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, while Tim is continuing his tour, which I'm going to be cutting back and back and forth from, um, as we giddily giddily run around and express how excited we are about this space. Um, the 14 year olds pick up, so the explainers are really good. So the explainers are in here because it's a, a, a child focused space. There'll be the explainers. There's, there's a good number of explainers in here at any given moment. Oh, look, it's me and Tim on the on the heat thing. Look, the heat thing. You can see Tim. Tim just disappeared off the end. And um, good explainers everywhere. Uh, explainers are the staff who are around. So they're trained. They understand all the exhibit, uh, all the interactives in the exhibits. But they also crucially understand the context within which they sit in the museum. So they can point people towards. As, as the big sculpture is, they can go, ah, so you found that interesting, did you, 14-year-old? Actually, if you go and look at that object, if you go and look at Mallard, you can see the streamlining action. If you go and look at Coronation, you can see the streamlining action, even though they weren't actually that streamlined. And um, go and look at this object in the, in the warehouse, where, sorry, the North Shed, where you can, you know, open store, where you can explore some of this, the mechanical side of things. You know, that we've got some, some uh, you know, they're, they're, go and have a look at the, uh, at the APT and understand tilting train. You know, there are things that point you in the different directions, systems engineering stuff. It's brilliant. And, right, Tim, Tim, Tim is looking into the, into <laughs> revolution. Cabin of play. The, the cabin of play, the, the, the box of fun. All the adults, just so you know, we shouldn't be in here now. Anyway, while Tim is continuing his talk, which I'm going to be cutting back in so I assume they're going to list stuff to do with oil and uh, brakes and balance. The Great Machine, incidentally, has been sponsored, I believe, by the Royal Commission for the 1851, which still exists in education terms, and they've sponsored all that, and that's showing how well that works, which is all lovely. Over here, more hands-on stuff, which is rather cool. Building blocks, how to build, again, railway motifs. I mean, look at this, look. Some people are going to be snide about this, this, this makeup. Some people are going to be saying things like, oh, what is that? It's all for kids. You all know, if you're watching this, what this is. You recognise where these bits have come from. You know where they've come from. Bits of station, bits of design, you know, just, just bits of chunks of things. Railway motifs, stuff that make us think of the railway. And it's all here. And kids can play an experiment with it. I noticed that they've demolished the bridge that I'll put a picture of. I, I made the best bridge earlier. Now Pippa Hale has designed something in here. Tim is looking into the, 
which can we have a play? The cabin of play, the, the, a, the right. box of fun. All the adults, just so you know, we shouldn't be in here now. We were supposed to leave here. We're allowed. We're, 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 yeah, well, yeah, we're, 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 we're like basically we're not allowed to be in here now. We, we, all the press people have gone, and basically the builders are in, and we're we're just like. Yeah. It's fine. They're very kind and allowing us to be in here while this work goes on because we ended up taking ages to film and there's lots of mutes and all sorts going around. But we're staying very safe. We're staying avoid we're, we're avoiding getting in their way. Um, for me, it's that it's that 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 kids can come here and engage. But also, it's for the space here used to be very exclusive. It used to be like a bit. If you don't know anything about railways, then this space used to be a bit not really. If you're a rail, whereas this space, if you like railways, this space will engage you. But if you don't like railways, if you're not familiar with science, with engineering, if you're not comfortable with, or if, with the conventional ways that science, engineering, maths are maybe taught, then this allows you to explore and understand and, and engage with those ideas, concepts. It allows you to play. And learning through play, as Tim and I know, doing some work. As Tim and I know, learning through play is the best way. Uh, which is, as I'm gonna go in and find Tim, Running around, ru running around in his socks, playing with these blocks. Uh, in, look, just driving around. <laughs> it's it's the, arch the architecture that Tim built. Oh, he's, he's going to do better than that. Here's. I might be here some time, just so you know. So what I'm going to do is leave Tim to his creative thoughts and I'm going to go over this way and talk a little bit about some of the exhibition space that they've got here. So actually there's another thing I'm going to talk about. I had a chat with Judith about this to, to just confirm. Obviously it's a well-loved space. The, the balcony along here is a well-loved space and the reality is that they are not going to rush into reusing that space. They're going to use it for temporary, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's a bit in limbo. They're going to use it for temporary exhibitions. They might use it for um, just generally as a space that they can uh, use temporarily. One of the challenges is that you now have a space, a room full of kids that you don't want to necessarily just have a bunch of balconies overlooking that um, without being careful about how you manage that space and, and what you what you put in there. So there's there, there are clearly some, some, there's some thought that needs to be put into it. And it's kind of phase two, so beyond Vision 2025, when the Great Hall starts looking at what the future is going to be in the Great Hall, that space will start. So, for example, they need to put another lift in to get people up to that space, for it to be an acceptable gallery space. You can't really have one lift, you need two lifts in case one lift breaks. Um, same as in stations, funny enough. One lift is not enough. So, there's quite a lot of thought to go into. I want to talk about this thing. This this thing. What is it? What is the black loop? There's, there's this gloopy stuff, and if I do that, it's all sticking up to the... What is it? Well, if we go over here, we can find out. It's magnetic liquid. It's more abstract, but it's talking about the fact that NASA engineers uh, invented this to help fuel systems work, and it's asking you, well, how could the railways make use of such a fluid? Probably. There's a thing that I don't know if Tim actually talked about, but I'm going to drag him over here to play with it, is that... Hey, look, what's... This, 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 just pressed, I just pressed a wooden wall. Sound. I press that. Oh, stuff's going on there. I press this. And then this. Then you have to press the stuff in order. And then I press this. And then these. And then this. And then this one again. And then this one. There's all sorts of stuff going on, and it's just a plywood wall. Where's the train? Well, anyway, there's a, the wall apparently it explodes magically if you get all the, if you build. One of the things in here is lots of team play. It's not just individual play. There's lots of team play stuff in here. Lots of stuff that requires you to do team play, which is which is which is really nice. So, what was that? What's that So there's also the show space. So the show space here 
uh, is going to have planned. It's going to have kind of planned exhibits, things that pe can, people can come watch, shows people can have a sit down. Because the reality is, for a museum, you want to have that difference in dynamic. You don't just want for a national museum. You know, it's not just a collection of bits. It needs to have dynamism. It's got to have explanation shows, whether that's science explanations, engineering explanations, or history explanations. Um, is a show space where I can hire it and do a future rail, live rail matter? Maybe. We'll see. It's uh, one to think about in the future. Why is Tim still in here? Should we, should we check on Tim? Should we check on dear, dear... I'm going to check on dear Mr. Tim Dunn. Should we just... He's here. There's certainly certain an object appearing in there that Tim is working on. Hello! With his recording cable hanging off, and uh, this is the Tim that I love. Just full of energy and chaos, and also creating things. It's chaos, but it's creative chaos. He's very happy. Quite pleased, but what? Well, I'm curious. I'm going to leave Tim again. Are you, do you believe you're halfway through the constructive process? Oh, he's almost finished. Oh, let's wait until he's finished then. No, you can't make that reference anymore, Tim. Oh. <laughs> Particularly the kids' play area. <laughs> Good point, well made. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a. You've made a train. He's made a. It's made an 08 shunter. Oh yeah, it is. Well, that's quite good. I'll give you that because it's got the it's got the stripy bit at the front. I know. It's made an 08 shunter, everyone. Well done, everyone. Everyone say what? And it's 060. Very good. Uh, oh, no, there's not the big one there. You can use that big one. No, what? No, it's too big. Oh, it's too big. Oh, I see. There are a lot. This is quite good because it's showing how many pieces there are. There are like a hundred pieces here. Yeah, we are, we are. What do I have to do? It's, it's, da 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 It's the worst thing I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You can come and play with your children here too. Not to be moved. Oh, it's the not to be, yeah, there we are. Oh, which is a good point. So that literally will be a reference to a, to a clearance board because all of these objects are, they refer to different, ob different things that, that Different things that Pippa went through in the archives. I think in the interview we had with, the, with Pippa, she talked about this. But, there's, but these will be re these are I get these are a direct reference to limited clearance plates. Oh, um, oh hello. What I didn't realize that was brilliant. Look, look at all this. You can build your own railway world and build anything. You can build everything. Somebody, oh, it's fascinating. It's charge. Yes. This is childish, this is not facile, this is real. This is rooted in reality, it is rooted in archives, and it brings our railway past to life. And also, how, where else do kids have play space like this? Anywhere to I, unleash their creativity? I've Nowhere. I've just built a 15-inch gauge scale class 08. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was close like railway, here I come. You might wonder why I'm inside a, a small box. Um, that's because I'm <laughs> I'm inside the exploration space uh, that formerly, or about uh, an hour ago, was full of children. Um, but this is a really cool exhibition space I want to talk to you about. Uh, that's right. I've, in fact, Pippa Hale, the creator of this space, is, is down here laughing at me because I'm... Hello, there we are. We're going to have a chat with Pippa in about a minute. Um, where <laughs> what I'm doing in here, why I'm in this this small enclosed space with my head pressed against it. I need to talk about Play Revolution, which is an art installation, but also critically a really fun. Oh, they need to, they need to sweep the boots. A really fun part of the whole. And a lot of the kids spent a lot of time in here because it's a huge foam block play area where you can build and assemble anything you can imagine. Um, at scale, and there's huge, huge blocks, um, all spread out. Um, I'm going to cut away now to chat to Pippa and Rose. Rose 
lead curator of this uh, of the uh, the Bramwell Gallery of Wonder Lab, and and Pippa Hale, who is the artist who created this. Go. Yeah, get come come. This. Sorry, I'm, Sorry I'm, hang on, if you're going to record it, do you want me to record it in there rather than... Yeah, why would you hear it? That's because it's doing that. Come on, I took my shoes off for this and I stood next to the bit with... This is all staying in because this is, this, is, this, is this is how my podcast works. This is how I do, this is how it rolls. We just assembled. Look, this is, look at this. Isn't it brilliant? This is what the inside of my mind looks like. Um, I'm glad I'm in the middle of your mind. Oh, okay. It's a very dangerous place. Right. I'm here with Pip and Rose, uh, who are responsible for, um, well, they're responsible for this space, but Rose is also responsible for everything out there as well. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people who are responsible for it. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure the, the standard thing you said. And to be honest, what's been really nice is I've hopefully captured here speaking to everyone who's been involved in this. Everyone's brilliant and cares about it so much, and that's why it's so brilliant. But I wanted to speak about this space particularly because this space is particularly wow. I love it. Not only because it's like all oh, my memories. I'm in my socks because it's my socks are cool. Yeah, good no, no, no. socks. There's some good sock action going Sorry on. Socks, socks, and oh, disappointing. Rose. Um, Rose. Why is this space here? Why did this? Why was this part of Wonderland? What was? What was the? What made you need to do this and then develop the brief to then hand to paper? What, what, tell us a little bit about the story. So, um, a couple of years ago, I visited Baltic in Gateshead, and I saw Pippa's previous work, Play Rebellion, and basically, I I was obviously in the mindset of thinking, what was going to come into this gallery? How are we going to create interactive experiences that um, help people to think like engineers? And I went in there and I saw this piece of Pippa's uh, work, which wasn't developed from that route, but actually yeah. is basically, to me, people were thinking like engineers in there. They were building with large blocks. They were figuring out how to make a slide, realising it was instable and not safe, <laughs> yeah. and changing it changing, and doing yeah. something different. So to me, they were all thinking like engineers. So I thought, this kind of needs to be in the gallery. We're looking for experiences where um, it's memorable, it's fun, it's playful. Um, and I kind of was really keen that we get something that's quite a bold statement. Um, so yeah, then I chatted to Judith um, and said, you know, I really feel like this could be the right thing. Um, and she was totally on board with it straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, it is all of those things. It, I, I mean, we're going to talk about the big and the little blocks and, and new diversity uh, momentarily. But first, Pippa. You were, tell it. So when did you first get asked? Then when did Rose first approach you? Oh and gosh! Then, now uh, you're going back into the mists of time. In the mists, <laughs> the annals of time. <laughs> I think what was really exciting for me about this project was, um, as Rose said, I'd already done a sort of first iteration of the project at Baltic. Yep. Um, but how to take that up to the next level? Um, so what was great about um, being invited to work at the Railway Museum was to I got to go and play in their archives and collections. Yes of which they are extensive and yeah. there's a lot of stuff. Yep. Um, so it was almost how do you sort of um, channel all of that into some, some very specific shapes. So the room and the foam blocks that are here, all the shapes, all the colours are inspired by the railways. Yeah, because there's little architectural detail. You know, Tim's dashing around. Tim and I are going to... We haven't done it yet, although possibly it's been in the episode now. Sorry, yeah, anyway, I don't know how this comes out in the edit. Um, uh, we're going to run around. And, and Tim, as, a, as with his various loves of architecture, um, there's lots of little architectural elements in all these little bits little, uh, and large bits. And, but also for me as an engineer, there's a all of these are geometric. They all fit in amongst each other. They can all be piled on top of each Some of them can be locked into each other. You can yep. assemble all manner of things here. Um, it's, it's visually engaging with the colours. The colours are brilliant. Um, and, but it's, I was, one of the things I was describing is that this is what the inside of my mind looks like, but also this is what stepping into my CAD designs look like. <laughs> like when I design a railway, I don't do so with like shape. It's not like Transport Fever 2 where you, know, you put down a track and it looks like a track. It's just arbitrary lines whizzing around with blocks and objects, and it's completely arbitrary. And it kind of looks like this. It's a black void with colours and stuff and, and all these sort of things, the design limitations I have to think of in my head that some of them are non-physical. So having all those in my head is a bit like this. Um, so it's just a really cool space. Um, well, I think your head it is brilliant. obviously a cool, fun space. It's ADHD. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's ADHD. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's so. so uh, for me, this is a cool way to engage kids into that way of thinking, like the abstract way of problem solving. Is actually problem solving is not all um, here. Is a you know build. I love the bridge thing out there. You know, little bridge building um, contours out there. They're great. There's quite a specific problem. You can see the thing. Whereas a lot of problem solving is more like this. It's more abstract. It's more. And actually, I don't even know what the problem is. I need to work out what the problem is yeah. before I can even determine to solve it. And that's what imagination and, 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 and play like that is for. Anyway, I've waffled a lot. Um, I, think, I think for me as well, it's about the scale of, the, of, of what's here. Because 
it's very rare that you get an opportunity to mould your environment. Yeah. It's very easy to have tabletop stuff or stuff that's on a smaller scale. But what we wanted to do here was to create uh, an environment that kids have the opportunity to shape themselves. And, and, and these sorts of play areas, when they do exist, obviously not to this level of, of, of kind of quality, but they, they often have less stuff. There's like, you know, there's like six blocks. Well, it's and usually that's always it. quite fixed down. Yeah, and, and, and it's um, like, you know, like soft play things with, with big blocks can be, um, or, or perhaps, you know, um, just there's, there's less play. Whereas there are so many blocks here. We're surrounded by blocks. There's so <laughs> I much. Need, I need to add up how many there are. Actually. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how many there are. There's, there's dozens and dozens of different nice shapes, <laughs> blocks, big, big, small. It's fantastic. And the, and the great thing about it as well is that you've got to collaborate to yeah. move some of these blocks, especially if you're a younger child. You yeah. have to work together. There has to be. So, you're creating a yeah. teamwork. What's very nice yeah. is so. Uh, very briefly to talk about university. Um, this is a pretty wild space and, and, and potentially overwhelming for people who have, have that, that kind of sensory overload. Um, what's lovely is that there's also a table outside with all the same blocks, but scaled down to, hmm, what, maybe one eighth? You're asking me all statistical questions now. They interact with the yeah, big shapes. Yeah, yeah. They're mini versions, mini. but they do interact. They all fit together with the big shapes as and, well. And there's, so there's a table, so it's a more calm space, a, kind of potentially a less like intense environment for, for, for younger kids who maybe want that, that quieter space. Um, but also, you know, everyone might be interested in the small. I, I think you probably get people playing with both because there's a wiggle table as well. There's a little wiggle thing. So you can yeah, build your building and watch it get wibbled to bit, bits. It's, can, it's, you it's can you build a stable structure? Exactly, which is you know ultimately the, the the question of all infrastructure engineers: Can we build a thing that stays put? Um, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I mean, we could chat for hours and hours about this because I'd love to explore like the process that you went through to actually prototype this stuff. And well, maybe, you know what? Maybe a word or two on the prototyping. Well, what did you just go uh, right foam, I guess, and start painting things? Or what was the process that you went through to kind of prototype? Do you have a model? Do you have a miniature version of this? I in, do in a have a miniature somewhere? version. Yes. I do have a miniature version of this in the studio and. Um, I, I find it very difficult to model things in CAD, mm. so I like to make them in 3D. Yeah. So I, I, you know, there are there is some drawing to start off with, but actually it's about making stuff because until you can sort of handle that stuff and see how it all fits together, see how the colours and the shapes interlock and fit together, I find that really difficult. So I have to make it in 3D yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah, it's it's brilliant. I, I I'm gonna, partly because my arm's going to fall off. Uh, I always I you should always try. I do have a tripod. It's at home. I thought oh, I won't need a tripod. I'm not going to do any sit down interviews. I'm going to be running around the whole time. And then actually no, I was like no, I need to chat. To, I need to chat. I need to speak to people about how cool this is. Um, uh, I'm going to end it there and say to both of you this 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 bit's this bit's brilliant. And I'm looking forward to seeing. Well, I've already seen an army of children run through here and create things. <laughs> and it, and it brought a tear to my eye. Um, I saw a child's head pop out of the hole that I was in a minute ago, uh, which is I was a bit like oh I didn't know you could do that. The <laughs> and immediately found the places they could explore. Um, Rose, the whole of Wonderlab, the whole of the gallery is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I was, I was, I had, I said this before, I had echoing like some of the annoying criticism that's come from some of the railway press, like all oh, this, all that, and like I was like, oh, I, I hope it proves them wrong. I hope this, and I came in and was just blown away, like. I, 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 it's just really, really joyous. And I say the, the whole thing is like the inside of my brain. Um, it's, it's brilliant. Fantastic. I love it. There's so many fun things to do. And I think people will be, I think kids will be coming back to this over and over again as they get older and engage with it on a different level as they, you know, as they get older yeah, and learn more really things. Yeah, that's really what we hope to do. I mean, like the whole team who's worked on it, it's all about what does it do for 7 to 14-year-olds yeah. and their families? And, you know, how does it make them see the world a little bit yeah. differently? And, and, and for people who perhaps, you know, this it previously, in its previous guise, this was an exclusive space, and by which I mean it excluded people. It was like, you can be in here and, and, and if you enjoy that sort of thing, then great. But actually a lot of the population... Are, are like, well, I don't know what I'm looking at here. This is, I don't really understand what this space is, is, is telling me. Whereas now they can be engaged. People who perhaps don't find conventional ways of engaging with maths and science and engineering can be engaged by it here. Um, also, there's loads of practical things to demonstrate fundamental railway stuff, like the P-Wave thing with the co-kinesity. It's, it's brilliant. Anyway, I'm going to stop waffling. I think, I think the other thing is that galleries and museums are really sort of pushing the way forward on yeah. this. So, so many of our experiences are mediated by screens these days. Yes. But actually, there is a real desire from the public to come into physical spaces and to experience things in real life. And I think, you know, part of the, part of the reason we did sort of Play Revolution was about the social aspect of yeah. things as well, about how you work together as a team. It's not just about doing something on your own. So I think there is a real demand that is definitely met by Wonderland. Team, 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 understanding team building and, and team, team working is something that's very difficult to do at a, a, a younger age because it's quite difficult to get the kids to sit around about like this play play is the best way to do that yeah. okay you can do you know when you get to university you find you do a team exercise but for younger 
kids play is the way is the way to for them to understand yeah, teams. Yeah, it's negotiating and you know collaborating yeah. the challenges and you know the bits that you're enjoying, but then the bits that you find hard, you have to work yeah. your way through it, don't you? Yeah, and the, the and the big tower that you build that then half falls over, and then yeah. you have to collect all the bits and rebuild it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, both of you, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely thank to you. chat. Nice, nice to meet you. Right. And the miniature version is down here. They're doing some snagging on it. The miniature version is just, Tim and I built a bridge earlier. Tim, Tim's, Tim will send me his video that he took. I didn't take a video of the bridge, sadly. Uh, uh, I took a picture of it. Took a picture. Send me the picture, which I'll make. Yeah, screen now. Working on the machines. We're not going to run it, but we're going to. I mean, we can, but they are currently working on it. There's lots of snagging on to make sure everything's perfectly tuned. Because there's nothing that does uh, testing to destruction than a horde of uh, hundreds and hundreds of children. Uh, there's, there's no more rigorous a testing process than that. Um, so this is the big machine. Let's start. Tim, can you tell us? So you've been you've, you've sort of followed the story of the development and, and, and he didn't put it into various ways. As, 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 it's nothing to do with me. None of it's none of it's to do with me. He's heard about the story. He has had, you'll be reassured that he has had nothing to do with its construction or development. But, he's recording for me. Yes, oh, yeah. good. But, um, unlike me earlier. If you look at it from the side, you can explain to people, from the side it's like a locomotive. It's like a locomotive. smoke going up and down. Everything starts down here, and you have different ways of getting all these kinds of marvels, effectively, up the top. You've got ways of lifting up making mechanisms, and it's quite lovely. And it works, and whilst you can make it work as an individual, it works best if the more people there are doing it, the more the, the more fun they'll have because the more balls start flying around in the thing. And it's showing, it's, it's got that feeling. By the way, for people, this isn't a hyperloopy thing. No, 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 it's just tracks in 3D to engage children. It's not. The vacuum tubes, you might be able to have oh, no, it's, that. It's all this, about hyperloop. No. Uh, this, this is just about tracks flying around, but it's about teamwork. It's about kids engaging teamwork, all sorts of fun stuff. It's got this kind of um, like sketch style. I love it. It's just everything's got, there's a really nice visual language for everything in here. It's very loud. Now, now what you have to do is spin this. You can do manual leave a bit. I think I might have made it fall out then. Just made it a This is my favourite one. Oh yeah, this is good. Oh my goodness. See, if you don't, without teamwork, it doesn't work very well. Oh, these are quite nice. I didn't, I've, no, I've not picked up on these yet. They're quite nice rubber balls. I'm not through stage two. It's probably... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could go on. You get the point. It goes up to the top. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Oh. It's up. The ball's in the hole. Here it comes. It's, there we go. Boom. You, did, you, you just did all that, just for that? I did all that for that. But the thing is, there are also switches and things that you can play with. So there's like, so there's bits that if you, so that you come up here, and if you, there's a thing that if you, that control is over there somewhere, and there's ropes here, and there's ropes up there, and there's the thing, they all go all over the place. It's brilliant. It's very good. We, we like it very much. The, the balls bump into each other, and they, so when a ball goes through there, it'll switch that thing to go the other way, so the balls don't always take the same route. It's very important, Tim. The balls do not always take the same route. They certainly don't. Sometimes balls go into the hole. Exactly what we want to happen. And um, yeah, look at this. It's, it's brilliant. There's all these switches and mechanisms, and it's the sort of thing that engages people who aren't necessarily interested, who don't think that they're interested in trains. They come in here, they go, oh, I'm not interested in trains, but this looks like a fun play thing, and my mum told me that we'd be coming here. And then you go out, and then they're like, oh, that was fun. Let's have a look at some trains. That's, that's to, to, to all intents and purposes, that's kind of what it's about. Do you remember W. Heath Robinson? Yes. Yes, it's, 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 it's Heath Robinson made real. It's amazing. It's brilliant. It's very good. So, uh, oh, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a section of bridge rail about to go right ahead. Um, I mean, it looks like literal bridge rail. Yeah, it's the great machine. 
And here it is, it's talking about the fact that ugh, without all of their small parts, machines wouldn't work efficiently or at all. Uh, what might happen if a great machine such as a locomotive was missing one of its many parts? It's making this point. Look, look, look at this. It's, it's, it's for all the nerds to Class 43 dismantled and showing all the bits and pieces uh, and, and behind. Oh, anyway. Anyway. The team oh. is rightly proud of this. And if you're watching be. this and thinking it's nothing to do with railways, you're wrong. Fundamentally. Fundamentally. It is the most incredibly brilliant, clever thing. And also, what we haven't mentioned is that all the interpreters and engagers who work on this, what explain it. Explain it. Sorry. They then start referencing all the stuff out there. So they tell you where you can find these concepts out there in collection objects. They say, which locomotive you can find that on, all this. So actually, this is a way into railways that we've never explored before. And all the testing of hundreds of children and families proves it works. It's the fact that and they engage different, the explainers are brilliant. They're engaging the children at different levels. So the small children, they help them just have the play. The older children, they point them into that. You might find that interesting. You might find that interesting. They understand the different key stages children are at, so they understand how to engage them, where their curriculum's at, so how to actually tap into their school curriculum to then make them go and look at trains, so, <laughs> you know, and engage with railways. All, all I'd say is, is if you think, this isn't how museums should be, museums have moved on. And I ask you to just open your mind up a little bit and think there are other ways of doing things and this is a new way of doing it and from what I've seen it's beautiful. Tim, we've run around, you filmed hopefully some stuff to I bump my running time because I've been filming for I've been filming for about half an hour this will edit down to about 20 minutes so I've recorded a few bits of me going back on myself because I forgot to press record the first time round it's because um, the button's always red whether it's recording or not I know Apple what are you Steve Apple what are you doing thank you for letting me be part the Tim Dunn alarm's going off again it's, it's, it's like your ankle tag <laughs> a certain chairman of Network Rail did once say watch that done when he leaves that museum check down his trousers he's got maps rolled up he <laughs> I was accused by someone very senior trying to steal frequently. I have only ever, I've always given them back, I just want to say, I've always given them back. Oh, on that bombshell. Uh, everyone, um, for those in audio only form, thank you for listening. Um, the usual plugs. Yes, patreon.com slash Gareth Ennis for the patron. Thanks to all my supporters. Uh, GarethEnnis.co.uk slash merch for the merchandise. Uh, paypal.me slash Gareth Ennis for the. Um, for the, the loose change uh, and abuse uh, machine and uh, garethennis.co.uk slash discord for the discord server where the chat hello everyone in the chat will continue unabated um, another little thing uh, we currently have uh, 8,685 uh, subscribers on uh, YouTube and 159 patron um, supporters I would quite like to push that up to uh, 10,000 uh, YouTube subscribers and 200 patron supporters I don't know when but hopefully uh, we can manage that maybe by the end of the year. Who knows? Um, I'm talking very uh, radio voice because it's quite late at night and I don't want my voice to carry. Um, uh, how many do we have to uh, push to reach that target? Uh, 1,315 YouTube subscribers. We can do that. Come on, everyone. And 41 patron supporters. That might be more of a push, uh, but, you know, uh, aim for the stars, land on the moon. In any case, back to me and Tim's shenanigans for two and a half seconds. Next week's episode, future Gareth, tell us what next week's episode is going to be. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, I can inform you because uh, past Gareth, uh, Dr. Alex Chapman is joining us to talk about why the UK aviation industry is in steep decline and a load of other incredibly interesting, fascinating and, and, and frankly revolutionary uh, ideas about the economic value or otherwise of aviation in the UK. Absolutely unmissable, honestly. It's, it's, it's rail matter gold. Uh, back, to, back to you in the enormous studio past Gareth and Tim. Thank you. Secrets um, of the, the land? No. Uh, everyone's been watching Secrets. Uh, well, it turns out they have been, actually. Well, it kept, it kept trending on Twitter. Like, it's actually trending on Twitter proper. Should be very proud. Um, it's uh, a team effort. It's a team effort. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very much a team effort. I mean, it definitely is a team effort. Uh, that's not a, a trite point. Anyway, we digress. Tim, thank you so much for joining us and running around in here. This is Anna. God knows what this is going to end up looking like in the edit. It always ends up working. As long as you send me this stuff. Chaos. I love everyone. We're going to just, Tim and I are going to say thanks for watching. Hello, everyone in the chat. We're going to say cheerio. 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 Goodbye, 225 or something. Peace or something. Goodbye. Train, rail natter, rail natter, rail
at night on the secrets of the underground. I'm in the wrong museum. Thank you so much. That's marvellous. Cool. I, um... It did look like you literally chose your socks today, didn't it? Thanks for the conversation. I have the plug plug why I'm recording some post. And um, next week's episode. We, uh, so this. Hello. 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 Um, I just, this, this play, this play has been so brilliant. The designer has just disappeared into my head. It's brilliant. I've been locked into this room. Let's go out and see it. Can I come to you? Uh, I love those trousers. There's some fabulous trousers behind us. There's our cold open, in fact. Oh no! It's Ernest Marples, the former transport minister, and he's called time on the show. Thanks for watching this Real NASA special with Gareth and Tim. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, time for the pub. <laughs>